Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Welcome to the FD Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Murray Withers from the Comment and Analysis Desk of the Financial Times. In this podcast, Michael Stottard looks ahead to the Catalonian independence referendum on Sunday, October the 1st. The Madrid central government is trying to stop the vote from going ahead, but the region's pro-independence government is fighting to make sure the poll will take place. Whatever the size of the turnout, a yes vote could see victory and independence declared within days. Now, Michael explains how the increased political tensions will make any new deal between Madrid and the region hard to achieve. Anthony Castellà grew up near Barcelona's Modelo prison in the 1970s and says he can still remember hearing the cries of Catalan nationalists held as political prisoners by the regime of Francisco Franco, the dictator who suppressed Catalan language, autonomy and culture. For Mr Castellà, now a member of Catalonian's regional parliament for the Democrats party, the independence referendum on October the 1st is a chance for the Catalan people to finally break free from the Spanish state after decades of what he sees as mistreatment going back to the 18th century. On Sunday, thanks in part to the likes of Mr. Castellar, Catalans are set to be asked if they want to be independent. If more than 50% of voters say yes, the parliament says it will declare independence within 48 hours regardless of the turnout. A lot of people have died over the years defending Catalonia, says Mr Castilla. This referendum is for them, as well as for our future. But there is an obstacle that needs to be overcome, the entire Spanish state. The Spanish courts and the central government say that the referendum is illegal. The 1978 constitution says Spain is indivisible. As a result, the organisers of the vote, which include much of the elected Catalan government, are breaking the law. Already, more than a dozen officials have been arrested. This clash between rebels, such as Mr. Castilla, and Madrid has brought about the greatest political and constitutional crisis in Spain since an attempted military coup in 1981. There is a chance that Catalonia will unilaterally declare independence and start attempting to collect its own taxes, in effect, attempting to form a rebel nation. The vote is also an unprecedented challenge to the centre-right government of Mariano Rajoy. The Prime Minister has staked his reputation on stopping the referendum and needs to demonstrate to the rest of Spain that the Catalans cannot flout the rule of law. At the same time, he has to avoid a heavy hand that might inflame pro-independent sentiment. The issue is also being closely watched across Europe and in the corridors of the EU. A yes vote could encourage other separatist groups, such as those in Scotland or Flanders. 
Catalonia has been part of the Spanish state for centuries, yet many Catalans regard themselves as a separate nation. They have often campaigned for, and sometimes won, more autonomy over issues such as schooling. But support for full independence has for decades been a fringe view, with about 15-20% to 20% of popular backing. This was until Spain's harsh financial crisis, when anger at elites became directed at Madrid. Support for independence reached a peak of 49% in 2013, according to the Catalan Centre for Opinion Studies. Backing for independence has since fallen to 41%, but support was large enough in 2015 for Catalonia to elect a coalition government made of pro-separatist parties, which promised independence. A month ago, it passed a law to hold a binding referendum, putting it on a collision course with Madrid. Around Barcelona's busy commercial port, preparations are already taking place. The Catalan government has been ramping up staff at its newly refurbished tax authority, which it hopes will start collecting taxes once sent to Madrid. But floating in the port are two commercial cruise liners, the Rhapsody and the Moby Dada, leased by the Spanish state to house some of the extra 3,000 to 5,000 police officers being sent to Barcelona to block the vote. The central government has already tried to assert itself. Armed police, working on court orders, stormed a series of Catalan government offices last week in early morning raids and made more than a dozen arrests. The courts have imposed fines and seized millions of ballot papers, while the state has increased control on Catalan finances. But despite having the law on its side, as well as the resources of the entire state, stopping voting will not be easy. Two-thirds of Catalonia's 948 mayors have said they will provide support for the vote, along with the majority of Catalan lawmakers and hundreds of civil servants. That puts Spain in a bind, because the central government cannot arrest everybody, or at least that's what separatists are betting. I'm not afraid of being arrested, says Charles Escola, a 39-year-old mayor from a town just outside Barcelona. We have the strength of numbers behind us. Similarly, the organisers are hoping that the police will not be able to close voting booths. Neas Lloveras, another pro-independence mayor, says the wish of millions to do something as simple as vote cannot be prevented. Will the police on the day really turn against the people, she says? She adds... It is no longer important what Madrid says, because we are working with Catalan law here. The Spanish state said that it was going to directly coordinate all police operations in Catalonia amid fears that the local police force were too sympathetic towards independence. However, the proposal was rejected over the weekend by the Catalan government. While police have seized vast quantities of election material, the Catalan government says it has contingency plans in place. Catalan activists are also trying to mobilise people power. About 40,000 people took to the streets of Barcelona last week to protest against the raids. We will never back down, says Ana Garcia, a 21-year-old protester wearing a Catalan flag. Both sides, in short, say they have the force to impose their will on the other. But also, both have unstable minority governments which means that neither can afford to lose this round. Catalan President 
Carles Puigdemont told the FT late last month that he was willing to go to jail if it meant holding a vote. Mr Rajoy, meanwhile, has staked his reputation on enforcing the rule of law. He says a referendum is impossible and has threatened greater evils for those helping with the vote. Spain's opposition Socialist Party and the conservative Sidudanos Party has so far broadly supported Mr Rajoy on the Catalan question, saying separatists must abandon their plans for a referendum on independence and respect Spanish law. They believe that there are few votes to be won in the rest of Spain by siding with the pro-independent Catalans. Neither side is going to back down, says Oriol Bartomius, political scientist at Autonomous University in Barcelona. The next step could be clashes on the streets. Catalonia might well explode, he adds. The battle in Catalonia on Sunday will initially be fought over numbers. Madrid is looking to prevent as much voting as possible, and the post-election debate will probably focus on the number of ballots cast, the rate of abstentions, and the level of yes votes. But whatever the result, the Spanish government will declare the vote illegal and illegitimate. If there is a majority yes vote, the Catalan government will almost certainly declare victory. The bigger question, according to analysts, is about how much violence there is around the vote and what comes next. Investors are pricing the risk of an immediate move to Catalan independence as nearly zero. The referendum is illegal under Spanish law and Brussels and other European capitals have made clear that only a legal split with Spain would be recognised. Some pro-independence Catalonians acknowledge that independence, at least in the short term, is not likely. But many hardliners see a longer game, hoping that harsh tactics by Spanish police on Sunday will boost the separatist cause, making them seem like victims of an overbearing Madrid government that wants to stomp on their democratic right to choose. Many in the independence movement want to see the government detain them to help bolster the cause, says Mr. Botomius. The second question is what happens next. If Mr. Puigdemont does declare independence following the vote, Mr. Rajoy will have two choices. He could behave as the Italian government did in 1996 when Umberto Bossi declared the independence of Padania in northern Italy and simply ignore it. But most analysts say this will not be politically feasible in the current climate in Madrid, which means Mr. Rajoy could feel obliged to use one of the several so-called nuclear options available to Spanish government, including triggering Article 155 of the 1978 Constitution to suspend Catalan autonomy or arresting senior government figures. If he does nothing, he risks looking weak. But if he goes ahead, analysts say, he risks permanently scarring relations between Catalonia and Spain and adding to support for the separatists potentially even pushing long-term support over the 50% mark. Rajoy is in a nearly impossible position, says Luis Orioles, professor of political science at Carlos III University in Madrid. He has to uphold the rule of law, but this risks further inflaming separatist feeling in Catalonia and adding to the problems in the long term. There is one path forward to heal relationships between Catalonia and Spain, say analysts. This is a third way of talks about a new deal 
that could give the region more power and autonomy. In 2006, a grand accord was agreed by both parliaments to grant new powers to Catalonia, only to be struck down in 2010 by Spain's constitutional court. In 2012, the Catalan president asked for talks with Madrid about greater financial autonomy, only to be denied. But Luis de Guindos, Spain's finance minister, held out an olive branch to Catalonia in an FD interview last week, saying that once independence plans are completely dropped, then we could talk about reform of the funding system and other issues. He says the government was today more open to the demands made in 2012 over financing. Spain's other political parties have also since called for dialogue with Catalonia once demands for full independence are dropped. Such talks would require a different political atmosphere in Barcelona, however, and probably a new Catalonian government. Pablo Simon, professor of political science at Carlos III University, says, if Rajoy arrests senior politicians or uses Article 155, this would be a big shock, and it's hard to see the moderates getting back into power in Catalonia. Today, the prospects of talks between Barcelona and Madrid looks very distant indeed. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.